right, all right. Y'all know what time it is, that time of the week. This is what y'all see. Got my man Big Mike in the building. We about to get down to business. That's right. Brother to brother, y'all. Tonight we're going to be tackling a subject, real touchy subject. You know, a lot of people, everybody's talking about everything that's going on. Well, tonight we're going to be talking about some of the things that go along with what's happening. But my question to everybody out there today is this. I know there are people in that interrelation relationship. There are people out here who got friends of, of Caucasian and different nationalities. We're going to be touching on a subject tonight that all the social injustice, I mean, the racial injustice and everything going on, the police brutality, how does that affect your relationship everything that you got? And, you know, I do, I do want to, um, we, we want y'all to call in and share these thoughts with us because one of the main questions is, do you blame all white people for this? Do you blame anybody that's white for everything that's going on? So I know a lot of y'all going to put them in the thread, but I'm going to put the number up because I want y'all to call in and talk to us. Before we get into the show, we swing it over to my brother, Big Mike, get his thoughts on what's going on with him for the week. Big Mike, my brother, what's going down? Hey, everything's good, man. Standing, you know, maintaining, staying focused. Keep my mind level, you know, and um, just praying that the maker, you know, see me through all this madness. You know, and I like to say within, uh, with the racial thing, with me, I never really had uh, one-on-one situation with anyone of, a, of, another, of another race. Unfortunately, you know, that's the blessing. But uh, we always, people that I knew, we always had respect for one another. And, uh, and I caught a couple of, you know, Hispanics. My folks of them live on a block. And they mind their business. You know, we have, hello, we speak to each other and be going about the day. You know what I'm saying? But uh, with the pandemic that's going on nowadays, man, and, uh, these, uh, these cops issues, man. Uh, I've just been blessed that I haven't ran into the, uh, any of those type of uh, issues, man. And I feel bad because this is a very critical time for people, man. You know, and uh, my opinion on the, the racist thing with the, I think it's the older. Majority of the older clans people are kind of like the move on, move the move the move the you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and the younger generations are trying to merge in with one another. You know, it's like I mean, everybody's tired of all this crazy shit, man. From what I'm looking at, you know, the ones that don't want the controversy that they tie. Because they can't even walk around comfortable. 
they be victims towards what some other, you know, with a black or white person has done to each other, and then they become a victim just as well, uh, innocent uh, bystander that might have the you know black friends or white friends. Then when a situation comes, you know, it's an uproar. You know, but uh, I've been blessed. Like I said, I've been blessed. I haven't went through too much of any uh, uh, situation. I guess I'm a big black motherfucker. So. <laughs> so, no phone giving back. They don't. They don't. They don't come at me like that too often. So. <laughs> I think uh, I make him raise the eyebrow, you know. <laughs> your What's your take on this baby boy? Bro, your phone was giving like a muscle sound. Hold, hold on, man. Hold on. Is that better? Is that better? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little better. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I like to thank. I like to welcome everybody that's tuning in on Facebook Live already. And um, like I was saying, man, um, this 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 really gonna be a, like a touchy situation. A lot of people try to avoid. Like everybody wants. Oh man, this is what's going on. But this this was going on that. But when you start asking questions like these, that's when everybody get closed mouth. So every certain people, a lot of people don't want to say nothing because they feel, well, man, I don't know if I should say this. I want you to call in and be honest about it. Be honest about how you feel about the situation. Remember right. the topic is two questions. With all the racial injustice going on in the, around the globe, does that have an effect on your relationship and friendship with other nationalities? The second part of the question is, do you blame all white people for what's happening today? Call in, share your thoughts. Okay, I see we got a call right here. And I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this before I even go start going to the line. We we don't want we don't want people to call in and just talk long like giving us long lectures because we may have other people on the phone. We want to try to keep them at a minimum. You know I don't want to shut nobody short, but at the same time we don't need this is a show. This is not a one person show, so we don't need people calling in and taking up like long amounts of time. And not really get to a point, you know what I'm saying? So we're gonna go to the phone right now. Um, Paula, you are unmuted. State your name or where you calling from? That's Tracy Howard, Dallas, Texas. That again? That's yes, Tracy Howard, Dallas, Texas. I love what you glad that road from Dallas, Texas. What's up, my man? <laughs> uh, what up, T? <laughs> hey, the first time up? I just had to fix my my mouth so I my voice so I can get that uh, accent. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening man what's up man uh, you know we're talking about um you know the topic is we're talking you know the questions you know about with all the things going on right now how does that affect your relationship with your friends or whatever however you know some people even have other nationalities in their family they in interracial relationships how does these things that are happening now affect those relationships and do you blame um, all white people for what's going on? You know what? I, I'm going to be straight up with you, man. I blame the white man for the majority of the problems, what we have in the day. And also, blame. I blame the black man for following, you know, continue to follow and being ignorant to their and accepting what they ditch out to us. 
uh, and I have a problem with the other nationalities. You know, I, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm real salty, man. You know, working in corporate America or you know being at Starbucks and seeing all these different people. I worked in immigration law firms and seeing people, you know, being visa over here in the United States. And a lot of our visas, basically, all our jobs actually going to these foreigners. You know what I'm saying? So, so basically, I'm salty all the way around, man. And because the system's set up, the system's not for us. I'm seeing the first-hand basis, even in economics uh, standpoint. So we have to wake up, man, as black people, man. I hope that this um, George Floyd situation that really uh, waking up to 1965, you know, civil rights era, uh, we've been struggling with all the years. So, yeah, I definitely I blame. There's a lot of, there's a lot of parties to blame in this. And there's a lot of parties also taking advantage of this, man. So, yeah, I'm teed off. So I guess you could say I'm a nigga with attitude. You blame any white, any white folk you see, you blame. Well, I'm going to feel like this. I don't sit here and say I blame that person, um, but I do believe, I do blame the, the establishment of it, you know, for them reaping off the, you know, the benefits for, our, you know, our ancestors. You know, my people, you know, southern people, man, they come from the south. My mother, father picked cotton, my grand, granddad picked cotton, granddad picked cotton. Mother was a help a helper, you know, and so they wanted to good for, you know, for their kids. You know, and, and my, um, I was the only one born in Illinois. The rest of my siblings born in Tennessee because of racial discrimination through the doctors, Klansmen, uh, mothers, bosses, Klansmen, you know what I'm saying, doctors, Klansmen. That's how we made it to uh, Illinois. And so it's, it's crazy after hearing the stories. You know, my mother always, she still talk about Emmett Till. My mother 80 years old. So, yeah, it bothered, bothered her, bothered, you know, I pay attention to what's going on. I follow uh, what's happening, you know, the feelings and emotions. I asked my father before he passed away, uh, you know, uh, a few years ago. And do you know, do he uh, basically feel the impression of all this. He said he really don't, but I know he do because he started talking about it as he got older. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big impact, man. And do I blame my white folks? I don't, but at the same time, they're not coming up to bat for you to say, hey, you know what, this is wrong. They just sitting back in the cut. So, yeah, I have to blame until they stand up and say, yeah, it's wrong. I'm not to blame them, man, yes. No, ain't no, ain't no right answer, no wrong answer. I mean, everybody got their opinion. Okay, I guess to elaborate on that, I, I would say like this. A lot, a lot of times, black people say, well, white people this, white people that, white people this. Do you feel that at any point that sometimes we make, we, make, we make some of the same statements and comments that we don't like them to make? Well, I, I, honestly, I, I think this, you know, until, until you have power, until you have economic power, until you put in a position to hire, fire, until you have, you know, being put, put in a position to uh, basically to give out loans, uh, housing, real estate, however, that's when you have power. But other than that, if I, if I decided to have an, a, a feeling or have an opinion, it doesn't make me, I feel it doesn't make me like the other man because the other man got the upper hand. Why privilege? Look at white privilege. You you have white privilege, but you can go out there and get that business loan. You can go out there and get that car. You can go out there and get that house. You can go out there and get that cheap that cheap uh, in, you know car insurance or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So 
there's a lot of plays along with that, not just because how I feel, but how I feel personally as a black person, it cannot uh, do, I mean, I can't do any harm with it, how I feel, unless I take physical action. But if there's financial actions, dealing with economics, that's the, that's the structure right there. But our money that's not coming to us is going to the owners coming over to the United States. That's why you see them liquor stores on the corner. Well, I, I guess you just, you have a point with that, but you can also, I mean, look at every time every time something happens, what do they do? They tap the neighborhood. I mean, you you got you got to keep it real. You got you got to look at the whole picture now. You got to look at who's paying up the neighborhood, and when the people when people do get money, what do they do? They run to a different neighborhood and don't take care of the hood they. Well, well, here's the is. I mean, you have to look at it this way. If if you can't you can't change a man overnight. And, yes, we do tear, well, I ain't going to say we, well, as a whole, yes, we tear up our neighborhood. And there's a reason behind that, because you're reacting to something that you fully don't understand. We're acting off emotions. We are emotional people. Would that make it right to destroy? No. Okay, I want to ask if if you get, if if your kids make you mad at home, you're going to go in the house and put butt holes all in the wall? Well, you have to live. I have that. <laughs> huh? I said it one more time. I said, I said, you have to look at this the same way. Like everything that just happened. Now there's stores been burned down. All these mom and pop shops, black owned stuff, been destroyed. Now, I, what I was saying, I was putting it in context. I say, if your kids or somebody make you real mad, you gonna go home burn your house down or punch holes in the no. wall and knock all the windows out because you're no, angry no, and acting on emotion? No, I would do all that. But you have to understand also, uh, after understanding adult adolescent, a child adolescent, how they grew up, man, I mean, that has a lot to do with it. It's not just uh, you watching one person do something the other person wants because it's your cultural lifestyle too. As black people, you know, I can say I'm black, but my culture of my household was maybe been different from the next man. And that's what that's what why people react to certain things because of their culture. And you know, we look at a culture as being all one. It's not. It's just how I, you know, my lifestyle may have been different from yours, or mine may be different from Big Mike's. You know, but it's our culture and how I respond to things may have been to- totally different. It's learned behavior. And when you get a lot of people with learned behavior on the same wavelength, that's what you get. You don't get looter and all that stuff. You'll get the. But the protest, yeah, I love the protest. But, oh, there's uh, nothing wrong with I, oh, I don't, I don't, I, I would never not protest because yeah, but, you know, if you don't stand up, you know, you you always be laying down. I have an issue with everybody always says, if you look around the neighborhood, we don't have this, we don't have that. But the little bit that we do have, you destroy it because you're mad. Now, I, you tow up something, you got some attention for it. But now, how is all this going to get rebuilt? All of this, think about the jobs that you took away from the, the, the elderly. You know how we every neighborhood got that elderly couple that got a store that's been there since your mom was a kid. And now that's gone. Those little, those little corner store jobs, all of those things been interrupted now. Somebody else without. You can't, it's, it's hard to complain about something when you, you know, contribute to it. That's just that. That's my opinion. That's just how I look at. It. As far as that, not a protest. 
I ain't got, hey, man, hey. If somebody doing something that's not right, it's time to say something. And I believe, yes, you're right. I believe in protest, but the littering, I'm not support that. I'm not, I don't support that at all, man. I don't support that at all. I mean, it, it is stupid, it's ignorant for what, you know, comes out of it, man. But, no, I don't support that at all. But I think I think we all have responsibilities, uh, telling the truth to one another. Even even though I have uh, white friends, man, I grew up with since we was kids. You know, I have one. One of them definitely talks about it all the time. I've been on this guy since elementary, man, and he knows wrong. He tells me stories. He knows wrong. I mean, but, you know, look, look at the rest of them until they really sit down and understand you and understand what's going on. I mean, can you really, if, if something really jumped off, what side would they really be on, man, if, if it's going to benefit their pockets or if it's not going to benefit their pockets, you know? Is it, is it going I, to hurt has that me? friend ever given you any reason to believe that um, he, 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 he respond any different? Or, I mean, have you always been? Well, no, I can't say out of eye because it's two different cultures. But, um, right. have, have, I mean, have he given you any reason to say, well, I need to look at you in a different manner? No, no, man. Uh, I know this guy, man, I'm telling you, man, since we in elementary, and he, he grew up in a, you know, the same neighborhood, well, just across the tracks. But he, he understand our culture because I went to a uh, mixed school. And uh, so it wasn't any of, that, any of that stuff. He didn't be the first one to bring stuff up. He's a Prince fan, man. He's a he's a public enemy fan. I mean, <laughs> he sent me stuff because he know he, Malcolm X, so he sent me stuff that I didn't even know. <laughs> so he's up on the culture, so I can't say anything negative, but he do understand how I feel, and he do understand about injustice, man. And he said, man, he said, Howard, it's sad, man. It's a sad, it's just totally sad, man. So That's what that's what made me want to ask that question because I, it, it was, that was somebody, you know, I had somebody in my, in my inbox, you know, we were having a conversation, and I've been knowing him for years, man. And he, he, he done date white, white girls. He got a mixed baby. And the first thing he said was, all white people, I can't stand none of them, all of them. I said, what about your child? And he stopped. Well, that's different. I said, no, 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 no. Your child got white in them. Yeah, but, but no. still, I, I said, no, that's not. I, I said, no. I said, you can't blame every single person for what, no. you know, what's going on. If you want to blame somebody, you got to start at the top and work your way down. Because guess what? There's some white people that's going through what we're going through because they don't agree with that or they don't tolerate that. It's, there's homeless black, white people. There's, there's um, jobless white people. That's white people out here that we live better than them in, in some instances because they don't agree with what's going on. Well, look, I'm going to reiterate. Uh, it's not my neighbor I'm, wor- I'm worried about or I have complaints about. It's like you say, it's the people on the top, man. Oh yeah, those those are people that that I have a problem with. You know what I'm saying? So it's not it's like I said, it's not my next door neighbor. It's not the ones up the street and all that at the grocery store and all that. I have no problem with them. It's just the one right. that's in power keeping this this you know this division. That's what I'm saying. When I when I heard when I seen him put on his page, I'm deleting all you crackers. And this and that. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. No. No. Your mother-in-law is white. Your girl is white. Your baby. I'm like, wait a minute. You like, you just went into a thing. Now, if one of them to say put it back and said, "Well, I'm glad this nigger got us off here," he'd have been pissed. <laughs> right, right. You know what? Oh, I'm real quick. I know those other callers, man. 
Let me say this real quick, man. Ninety percent, ninety-nine percent of my friends, right, and my family members are in biracial relationships. They have families, eight kids, nine kids. I'm, the, I'm probably the only one to have that that I, you know, that I'm in a relationship with is a black woman, and everybody's different, you know. Just I'm just used to my culture. However, but I have no problem with whoever you know that person want to date. That's on them. And, and my, my my homeboys, man, that I call them. Hey, I'm the uncle. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. I'm the uncle to my homeboys' kids, man. Yeah, so that's the way it is. So I don't. I'm not going to sit here and discriminate some kids. These kids, man, I wouldn't dare do that, man. Because you know, like I say, I could have been in a situation like that. I wouldn't want that to happen to me. But I do. But I will stand up for what's right, though. I, 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 understand, I understand you. You don't. You don't have to not be black because you with somebody white or no white people. You right. can still be yourself. But when you start right. seeing people that's disrespecting white, just I mean, it could be a old white. Oh, hey, honey, I get with you, cracker, and you know, disrespecting little. Uh, that, that's ignorant. That's that's not that's not pro black. That's just dumb and ignorant. You know, that God didn't make. God didn't say well, blacks like blacks, whites like whites. You know, it's just not right. But I, hey, everybody got their own opinion, their own feelings. So you know, there's no right answer, no wrong answer. You know, it's just, it's just how we talk, man. Hey, Mike, you got anything you want to say? Uh, just listen to you guys, man, and uh, you know, go. You know, like man say, you know, it depends on your uh, relationship with the uh, with the other race. I'm like, I think I'm just, I'm just sitting here just thinking about the the years of. See more getting along. Yes, in the seventies, the eighties, start seeing more of them generations really combining with one another. You know, it wasn't more of a, it wasn't a big racial thing. You know, I missed. I was I was in the midst of it because I'm a '62 baby. You know what I'm saying? I think in the seventies and the eighties, you start seeing. A, uh, a combination of together, you know, they're trying to do things together. They weren't looking at what color you were, you know what I'm saying? So I just sit been sitting back thinking about that, man, you know. So like I said, a lot of the older heads back in the 30s and 40s, and uh, a lot of them, you know, deceased or leave that have left, you know, and they was on that, you know, racial, more racial movement. As I look at the TV, I see a lot of whites trying to, you know, trying to support the blacks throughout this pandemic. Pandemic can be. So it's like, wow, you know. So it's, it's, real, it's a uh, real sensitive and uh, critical uh, conversation, fam. Where I'm at with it. All right, my brother, we appreciate you. We appreciate you calling in and sharing your thought with us, man. Like I say, there's no right answer, no wrong answer. Man, you know, we just, hey, we just all shooting in the heart. Yeah, much love, man. Thank you. Thanks for calling Always, in. Always, my brother. Mike Tracy from Texas. 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 Texas.
True, man. You know what I'm saying? What you just said, you know, can't. It depends on the respect level of each culture and what we give to one another, you know? And, um, you know, the thing that gives me with, with us, with all this crazy madness going on, we're still killing one another. Y'all still shooting at each other every day. And I'm like, what the fuck? You see what's going on in the world with, with the other situation. And then you want to get mad and and, 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 and criticize them? Well, what the fuck? You're taking motherfuckers' lives for nothing yourself, black people, you know? And that's the stuff that just really got, you know, kind of gets to me like, I know God is the only answer to all this craziness, man. This man this is out of control, man. It's, it's People do things for the for their own personal come up or whatever it may be, you know, and then go and try to criticize the next person. And that shit just ain't cool, man. Right. It ain't cool, you know? You know, one of, you know, one of the craziest things, I'm trying to say this before, because it's like flipping my mind. It's something I was trying, I, was, I wanted to make a point about something. It'll come back to me. I'm having one of those old man homes. <laughs> you know, when you become a certain <laughs> Hey Mike, you can tell you can you can agree to this. When you become a certain oh, age, yeah. if you don't say something that's on your on your mind, you'll forget about right it. Right then man, you'll forget in a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. It comes well, back everybody to you, tune in on Facebook Live know that you tune in to the Full Time National World Winner Q Radio. This is Brother to Brother with the boy Dub Season, of course, my brother Big Mike. And today we're talking yeah. about a you know, with all the social and racial um, discrimination and brutality and everything that's going on, the, um, the question is, the, the, how does this affect your relationship with friends and family members of other races? And does it make you look at all white people and blame them for what's going on? You know, there's no right answer, no wrong answer. It's the honest answer. You know, everybody feels a certain way. I mean, we all we so open our so, um, What's up? And I wish I could remember. I knew it was something I wanted to say. It'll come back to me, hopefully, before the show is over. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll tell y'all about it on Facebook. This <laughs> 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 um, like I was talking to some guys. I've talked. To, I'll be talking to guys at work about different things, you know. And a funny thing is, now at work, it's one guy, you know, he always says, "What's up, Pastor?" And I go, "What's up, who?" He's, "Oh man, I'll be, I'll be sneaking shows, <laughs> man." You know, you be doing this and you be telling me, I said, no, man, I'm not a pastor, man. He said, oh, man, you ain't got, he said, okay, you keep on saying, you know, I said, I'm just, I just like to, I like to tell how, speak how I feel, man. I, I talk from the heart, man. I'm not trying, I ain't trying to push nothing down nobody's throat. I just, when I'm, when I felt, when it's in my heart to tell somebody, I just let it out. I just, hey, what, what, when I'm told to speak, I just open my mouth and let it drop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you. When it comes when it comes to this, one of the things that I don't understand is we are so quick to point fingers and say this and say that, but we don't want to take we don't want to take the blame. Excuse my language, y'all, because my mama might be looking. My mama be my mama been been following all the shows that I do lately, so I gotta I, I gotta try to remember my mama be on here. But ma, you know you know when I get in my moment, ma, you know how it is. But I love you. Excuse me if you hear something you don't want to hear. 
But <laughs> we are so quick to blame other people for our fuck up. We don't wanna we don't wanna take responsibility when we mess up. The first one thing that I hate to hear, now since I've been here in Florida, man, I've I've noticed the difference. When up north, the work ethic is different. We got lazy we got lazy black people everywhere we go. Anywhere you go, you're gonna find lazy black people. But I've never in my life seen them this lazy day is here, man. <laughs> I'm being dead honest, man. The jobs that I've had up here, every every black person that I've seen was amazed at my work. That man, how do you work so hard? Man, what, what? man, how do you do? And I'm sitting back going, how do you last that long in this job? You know, I, I've been at a, I was at a job before I got before I went to where I am. I've seen so many, so many come in and out while I was there, that it was ridiculous. I seen half the population of Fort Myers come through one job and out before I was gone. And I'm like, something wrong here. And I looked at it. You know, they, they don't want to work. But yeah. at the same time, one day I had to I, I had to um I had to send a guy home. And we are so quick to pull a race car that you know what this idiot said to me? I walked up and I said, hey, man, um Pack it up, man. You know, go home today. You know, come back tomorrow when you got a better, um, you know, a better attitude. You know, he was causing problems. You know, he turned to me and said, "Why is it because I'm black?" I'm looking like you son of you son of a bitch. I'm blacker than you. But we are so quick to pull a race card that we figure that's always the, the, the key. You know, black dude. I'm black. What the hell you mean? Cause you black. And I, I'm like, no, dude, because you lazy. You won't work. You stay on the phone. You in the bathroom. We can hear, when you go in the bathroom, the little porta potty. We can hear your whole conversation. You and I for forty minutes on the phone arguing with your girl every day. That's why you know it's crazy. I'm like, wow, man, the man got his foot in my back. Somebody should have a foot in your ass for y'all. Just dead honest. I know right now a lot of the brothers looking at me going, oh, man, look at this sellout. Call me what you want. They say my bills ain't paid. My fans don't eat. You can't say none of that because I'm a man before I'm anything. One of the things we got to do before we can start telling us, trying to get shit changed, we got to fix ourselves. We can get everything. We can get We can get the Trump out of the White, White House. We can get all the Democrats in there. We can do everything in the world. If we don't change the way we do shit, it's all a waste of time because it starts with you. Fixing everything else, okay, we get all the cops locked up. All the cops out here killing people, hell yeah, that's wrong. And personally, in my heart, at first, you know, I was like, man, I'm glad God changed me because I would have went on the street. I ain't going to even lie. The old me about 10 years ago, man, I'll be, be on a sniper street. I, don't, I, don't, I ain't play that crap. So God, God fixed me for a reason. But at the same time, we so detrimental on getting all of the white men that's killing black people taken care of. What about the black people that's killing black people? We killing more of us than they are. They sitting back laughing at us. They, you know, they they get theirs on. They get theirs in every now and then just to make a quota. We killing so many. We killing little baby, little babies and shit. 
Baby sitting on baby sitting in their in they baby chairs. We shooting through windows and shit for what? A block that don't even belong to us. But Black Lives Matter. Black Lives don't matter to us. It only matter when a white man kill one of us. That's the stupidest shit I ever heard. Do I agree with, with white people killing black? No, I don't. I don't agree with nobody no, killing nobody. Right. I don't agree with nobody killing nobody. But we can right. do all, all we can we go vote. We can get all the officers covered. We can get these cops locked up. We can get all of I mean all of the justification taken care of. We still gonna be fucked. Because you going still gonna have people killing each other. Here's what you're gonna do. Everybody gonna stop the protest. Ain't nobody don't know when when a when a white man kills somebody, everybody running protest. Black boy shoot somebody down. Hey, motherfucker shouldn't have been on that corner. He knew what time it was. I, what this do that make? Y'all live in the same neighborhood, and you got to watch what block you walk down. Because if you make a mistake and turn to the right, somebody's going to shoot you from the left. It don't make no sense. Yeah. And then I got I got to say this about, about you know, it's not a racial comment, but I'm watching, I watch Facebook a lot. And these white folks just making these dumb comments. Well, white life matter. White life matter too. We know your life. All life matter. All life matter because God created it. But right now, white blood ain't what's being shed. Stupid. And I said it. Stupid. You want to get on here and try to bring yourself to the level? Why they see white life matter? You know what? Black blood is not being shed. I mean, white blood is not being shed everywhere. Every time you look at the news, that's another black man shot. Well, I, I fear for my life. The man's running away from you. How you fear for your life? The man's you know, it's going funny. Away. It's funny, Dub, is when a uh, when a white person do get chaotic, they don't. They be quiet as a church mom. None of them guys that went to school and killed all them kids. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? They be real quiet. They don't have too much to say. You, you know no, what they say, don't be man? no protest, don't be nothing. You know what they, you know what they put on the news? Now, a, a guy can go into school and kill up everybody. The police, everybody. they're not going to kill him. Go in, and they're going to tackle him, take him to the town, and shift him off. Oh, he had mental issues. Mental issues, right. He had mental issues. That's the problem. Now, let a black man go into school accidentally fall or firecracker. Somebody pop a firecracker and it's a black guy standing around. Cops going to come off roofs, jumping through windows, coming through hoops, yeah. running his ass over, shooting all kinds. Well, we saw a gun. It's a difference. It's a difference. It's 10 of y'all. How you scared? Yeah. It's bad, man. But That's that why people are so mad. It's a That's why people are so mad because it's a and the reaction off of what, uh, uh, what 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 other races do, what different races do, is, you know, and uh, it's it's, it's kind of judged differently, and that's why all this commotion and everything is going going up because you know, I, like you, most, you know, it's, I understand it's the expression feeling. Mm -hmm. you know, it, it bothers me, but at the same yeah. time, man. We we still gotta we still we gotta do better. I think I think our callers calling back. Let me check this. Um, hey, hey, caller, you calling back in? 
kills me, man. Hey, I want to say this, man. You know, we might know what what I do, man. And uh, I'm a serious what I do. You know, I'm a martial artist, man. I feel I'm very well trained. And again, I was actually going to a police academy some years ago, but you know, God put me in another position. And uh, the thing I fear is being a black man. I don't take physical altercation to, you know, come towards me, man. It's like I would defend myself. But also I ask myself, what if these things happen to me? You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I basically look at all this. I hear what you guys are saying. What do you do? I, I seen a video today. Uh, this police officer got pulled off, pulled over. He's a black guy. Got pulled over by another police officer, but he didn't. That guy didn't know he was a police officer. The guy was armed with his own pistol on his side. Had his knives up on. The, I mean, he was fully equipped. But he did say this here. He was. He was. If he was planning, was the plan on going home? It's going to be two dead people laying on the road today. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a serious uh, accusation, man. But. I understand what you guys are saying about how we act in the neighborhood. How you know we we grew up in the neighborhood. We know how it goes. But at the same time, yeah, yeah, we can protest. We can do whatever on that other end. But once it's all over with, man, we need to also deal in house how to deal, how to deflect from the situation with the police officers, man. How to deal with our own people that's causing harm in the community, like you said, shooting in the windows and all this stuff, shooting each other, killing each other. Yeah, we need the same effort. That we giving this protest to the you know forty uh, policemen and all this stuff, man. But but like I said, I'm kind of skipping around a little bit because you guys you know you guys are on different topics, man. But at the same time, you know, like myself, I'm not gonna take no chokehold. I'm not gonna take no no you know put your arms around my neck and tell me lay on the ground because I know my ability is. Give me three or four, you know what I'm saying, without weapons. So those are the things I fear about myself when I'm driving down the street. What would happen to me? So you know it's, 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 it's real deep, man. Hey, I'm with you, Noah. And this may this may sound weird, man, but I used I used to, I used to be afraid of it. I used to, when I used to see the before all this started coming out, I used to get paranoid when I see the cops. But it's like as right. the time go as time go on. I've I, I come to realize that there's nothing that can be done to me here on earth. That I mean, when it's time to go, it's time to go. We all gonna go at a different. We all gonna go at a different time. Your destination mark has already made your 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 ticket stamp. And however it is, it may be a brutal way. It may be brutal. Right. It may not be brutal. Yeah. Look yeah. How many, you know what? Some people yeah. Come yeah, I carry too. You know, I carry. I carry also, because it's not just one party, man. I'm not just dealing with one party. I'm dealing with everybody, man. I got to deal with black people. Got to deal with white people. Got to deal with these Mexicans. Got to deal with the Indians. Got to deal with the Koreans. Got to deal with everybody. That's that's the state of mind of the black person in. We have to protect ourselves from everybody. Every morning we get up, Lord, you know, bless us to get up. This is what we have to deal with, and we can't be pretending like it ain't nothing happening. It is happening. And for some reason, why do they hate us? 
Yeah. Why do they hate us so much? But I got to protect myself because you hate me that much. It's like we are, we've, gotten, we've gotten so immune to everybody hating us that we're starting to hate ourselves so much that we're killing ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's bad. <laughs> it sounds weird, but it's critical. Yeah, very critical. Now, er earlier, man, I had people in my inbox, yeah, you know, a lot of the guys, yeah, man, I'm going to call in and I'm going to say, I'm gonna, I got to express this. I ain't had none of them to call in. And, but most shows be like that, you know. You get everybody yeah. that want to you, they want to tell you stuff, but they're afraid to say it publicly because they're afraid how the next person going to feel. But that's why, man, I don't care how nobody feel about nothing I say. Everybody right. has their own opinion of everything, you know. There's no right way or no wrong way. That's hey, hey, fellas, why you see me training every day, man? <laughs> why you see me training every day? That's that's bad. I have to train just to stay in shape, and I have to train just to be alive, also, because you never know what's going to jump on. And it's, 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 it's amazing that people are living those type of, you know, that type of fear, you know, where they feel like they have. And it's because uh, the way situations is, you know, I just have to be not living in a, a neighborhood that's dealing with the racial thing. You know, my neighborhood is more a black on black crime than, you know what I'm saying, than a prejudice. Uh, and right, that's right. I, I, get I look at it, I'm like, wow, I'm like, wow, you know, all this going on. And I can tell the stories, man. They block the block. Shoot at each other, man. They can't go to the store two blocks away because of the fact they into it with one another. Ain't no white people, it's us. Right, but right. At the same time, the community, the community, I lived in white neighborhoods and a mixed neighborhood, and I had uh, white neighbors, but we never had any altercation. Everybody going to work. It's a nice neighborhood, going to work, minding their own business. We come up. And I just been I've been blessed. I hadn't run into no black black and white issue. I saying I ain't got a funny look, but motherfucker, you ain't put your hand on ain't did nothing to me. Move up. Yeah, you always look. <laughs> one, one of the things you know? This is what I realized when I first when me and Christy first started dating, this is what this is what happened. We would go places, I'm a big old black dude, she's a small white. We go places, and it be the dirtiest look. Look like farming the Dale white guys with filthy overalls standing in the stores. Look like he just got through, you know, playing in the mud and hiding kids under the porch. This dude, as he waits, I walk out. He go, what? I think he told her, "Oh, that disgusts me." It's a good thing she didn't tell me because at, at that time, God hadn't started working on me yet. So if she'd have told me then, ten years ago. You know, it'd have been one less farm in the Dale because I'd have bought a bunny's ass up. I'm just honest. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, right, 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 right. We go, or, you know, I get the guys look me up and down and they go, huh, what could she be doing with him? And I said, boy, I said, motherfucker, if I was, if, man, if you only knew, she, 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 Hair and bone, matching head, matching shoes, head cocked to the right, 
the white people, the Spanish people down there gave me so much respect, man. And it's crazy. They even, I didn't have to change who I was. I stayed Big Mike. And they even say, what up, G? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's up, Big Ice? They didn't call me Mike. They call me Ice, Big Ice. They call me by my nickname. Never, I walked around Puerto Rican, Mexican, Jews, white, at the board. Different nationalities. And we did not have a conflict with the black and white thing, but the thing is, we sort of different in the work issues. Yeah. But what can you do? And uh, now they got us on that day, and I truck out with a heavier load than the other one, than the other person. But everybody was going through that. The, the Pernesky and the Spanish, everybody was going through that. But the, the, the white guys, they had the seniority, you know, whatever, woo, woo, woo. But at the same time, <laughs> it's all about your humbleness, see? You can load the fuck up out my truck. You can load it up like you want to. I'm only going to do so much, and I'm going to bring that other shit back. Right on. When, we, when they see how we was, man, they stop giving that shit to us like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, hey, this, hey, this hey, is hey, a humble hey, thing. Hey. You got to humble yourself, Tomo. Right you got to humble hey, yourself. I just, I just think every day I said, man, I don't, I don't really know at what point God started dealing with me and changing me, but I knew something happened. And I, it was like certain things would go down. <laughs> and she'll go, man, you must be getting off. And I'm like, and I'm saying, my man, are you out your rabbit man? And then she would say, I want to see you knock somebody out. No, you don't. Because when you first met me, you were sitting at the bar trying to figure out what the hell did I just get myself into. And the first time she came out with me, I cleared a whole bar out. A whole bar. Like, and she's sitting there confused like, what the hell did I just get into? You know, but, you know, it just goes to show that, man, when God starts getting intervening, things change, man. You know, I still got that in me, you know, and I'll be trying to tell people. Don't 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 keep poking at this bear because eventually don't take me there. Don't home. take you there, right? Don't <laughs> hey, hey, you, know, you know, my daddy just tell me he says the old man surprise want to come out of you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and you know one thing, and we all probably learned this at a at a young age. Old men hit super hard. You be thinking they can't hit, and man, yeah. woo! Them <laughs> knuckle, old sure skinny so. knuckles are knocking clean out. Man, I know that. I know that. I know that, man. Yeah. But, man, but yeah, but like you uh, said, uh, this is this this is a touchy uh uh conversation uh touchy uh, uh uh scene that we got going on today, and uh, a lot of people, man, is so it's critical time going on right now. Got people disbobulated, man. They don't know what to think. Don't know what to say. You don't know who to throw, hey, man. Got, hey, hey, bro, why? Hey, hey, somebody dying. tell me this. Now, I, you know, you know, I like putting. I, I'm, I'm gonna do the ice thing today. He always put motherfuckers on the spot, so we are gonna put his ass on the spot. <laughs> he always say, "Don't get in my threads and comment. Call in. Why the hell I see you? <laughs> you ain't comment left and right, man. Now we gonna put. Let's put his ass on the spot." He's going to put you on the spot in a minute. Hey, bro, I see you coming. Why you ain't on the line? Well, <laughs> hey, but one thing I got, I got to say this. One thing she was saying in a, in a thread, um, this is why, this is one of the, I'm going to tell you all one of the reasons why I don't judge 
and everybody, and I don't blame all white people because I got I got to say this, and I'm, I'm gonna try to make it short so I know um, we we ain't we press the time. When me and her first met, I wasn't really sure because you know I wasn't I wasn't really I'm gonna be dead honest I wasn't really seriously into into white girls because that just wasn't my thing because I used to hear so much bad, but I just didn't want to put myself there. But you don't you don't control who your where your heart goes. You don't control who you get into. You don't control that. And when you start realizing, I hear people say, I never date a white girl. I never date a Mexican. Then you see them three, four years later, they got three Mexican kids, two white kids, and a Puerto Rican kid. You know, you be like, what happened, man? Oh, man, you know, it's troubles with the heart. No, it ain't you a hoe. And you knew you was going to tap all of them. Cut it out. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, knew we, I knew we'd coax them out, y'all. Hold on, let me do but um I, I had to change that because when I met her family I wasn't sure how I was gonna be you know accepted but then at the same time her father who really didn't he didn't he didn't I can't say he was prejudiced but when he explained to me why he felt that way about black people it opened my eyes to something. The way that we act toward white people sometimes will make them think all of us the same. He said when he was in, in the army that whenever they was in their barracks, you know, when, no, when they out fighting, they all, you, our brother, we all brothers, we a brother. But when they got back to the barracks around the other black guys, he was a cracker, he was a piece of shit, they wouldn't talk to him. So he said he figured that all black people was like that. In the beginning, he didn't, he didn't really warm up to me. But as we got to know each other, right now, he's like a father to me. He's like a father to me. I love that old man. He's crazy. I love him to death. A brother. He was a cop. Not a racist bone in his body. One of the most playful, lovable dudes I know. So I don't, I don't look at all white people and say, y'all the devil. That's, that's wrong. Because I don't want everybody to look at all black people and say, y'all all dirty. That's wrong, too. What's up, black guys? Good. What's good, my brother? How you doing, my brother? Peace I'm good. Life. You get off the line, man, and get on the no. Get off the get off the thread. And get in the line, man. What you doing, man? <laughs> well, you know, man, I, I I be having these um union Zoom calls and a lot of other oh, stuff coming up. But what I try to do is still start a watch party on my page, get my people to watch. You know what I'm saying? Even if I can't get on, I definitely try to support. But I'm I'm, I'm off the Zoom call now. I'm done. Uh, I want to say peace and blessings to you, Big Mike, the first lady of Dove C's Entertainment, Sister Christy, and the whole um, Dove C Entertainment family. How y'all doing tonight? What's up, Come Hey, Dove, I, I, I got to share something with you, bro. And, you know, it, it kind of bothered me. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to share something with you. So my, sis, my, my sister, my wife's brother, right, uh-huh. he's married to a white woman. They came over our house for Thanksgiving about like two and a half years ago, right? Her brother's a minute her brother's a minister, so you know kinda like you already know how that conversation went between me and him. You know what I'm saying? We were sh- sharing our relig- you know, our, our spiritual views, religious views, political views and all that stuff. So somehow after everything was said and done, and my mother was here too. Um, by Uh-oh. the way, that particular day. So, you know, Uh-oh. so 
somehow the this somehow and Mike know what I'm talking about. Somehow what came out of this was that she told her husband, right, which is my wife's brother, that I waited well, I ain't gonna say that she told him that. He told my wife I waited until he left the room and I disrespected his wife. So the word that came out of this is that I said that she was a heathen because she was white and God didn't deal with her. Okay? Now, this is what the perception that came out of this. For two, for two years, my wife and her brother's relationship was strained because of what happened this particular day over my house that my wife and I had nothing. We knew nothing about this. We just knew that, you know, the brother was acting funny. Their relationship was kind of strained. We didn't know why. Come to find out, this is what came out of this, um, um, the reason why it surfaced, that I was supposedly had said something that offended his wife, and I intentionally waited until he left the room. I said something about all white people are devils, or something came out of that, right? Now, on the Bible show, we teach that salvation is for everybody. It don't matter what color you are, what nationality you are, what creed you are, or anything like that. And I had to sit down, you know, and, and share this with my wife so that she could share this with her brother. As long as we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, there is no difference between your politics, your race, your color, your creed, your nothing. Now, from a historical point of view, God gave his word to the Israelites from a historical point of view. He said, Israel is the only nation that I've ever known. From, from that point where he gave it to Israel, Israel's job was to go and give it to the rest of the nations so that they could get the same thing that Israel was supposed to get, which was salvation through Jesus Christ. So I'm saying to all that to say this. There are feelings that white people have. There are feelings that black people have. And sometimes we got it already made up in our minds a point we assuming what a point of view is and we're assuming what a perspective is from every black people now you'll get a white person that dates a black person but only will feel that way about the black person that they're dating but won't feel that way about other black people that they come in contact with and that they meet and it's the same way the other way around you will get a black person that dates a white person and will only feel that way about that white person that they date and won't feel that way about the other white people that they meet. They'll say white folks are racist, this, this, and that, and then they'll be dating a white person or vice versa. I'm saying all that to say is this. We have to sit down and talk to one another and get past what this country has done to us. This country has laid out different things to make us feel this way about one another. You're not born a racist. That behavior is taught. This, uh, they, they had a video the other day where a father was asking a son. It was a black child and a white child. They were hugging each other, kissing each other. They said, well, what do you notice in this picture? Oh, I saw that. You saw that? You said, the boy knew nothing about white, black, race, or anything like that. So what I'm saying is that this is learned behavior. And then when you really get up into your spiritual maturity, God looks at all of us the same. It don't matter whether you're black. If you're doing the wrong thing, guess what? You're a black devil. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So 
it don't matter. You see what I'm saying? When it comes down to the color, it's just that this country that we lived in was founded on racism. And yes, white folks in this country have been the recipients and the beneficiaries of white privilege. We see it all the times, the videos where the white man was pulled over in the car and he damn near beating the police to death. They're not shooting and killing the white boy. But the black man hold his hands up, he gets shot, not even resisting arrest. So there's a lot of things, man, that we have to talk about from both equations, from both perspectives. But I'll tell you like Elijah Muhammad taught. Elijah Muhammad taught that 85% of the world's population was deaf, dumb, and blind on a spiritual level. They don't know what's going on. So do my coworkers really understand about the oppression of black people? in this country, they don't know. They're not a part of it. They're not participating in it. So when you have those conversations with them, they're not even really aware. They think you're tripping. But now that the videos are out, they can understand it a little bit better. And then Elijah Muhammad said 10% was wicked and 5% was righteous. So that 10% that's wicked and that 5% that's righteous is trying to pull from that 85%. But the majority of people don't know. They're not even aware of the tricks, how these people throw the rock and hide their hand, just like they had folks in our community with bricks, dropping bricks off in our community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, man, yeah. I just wanted to share, man, a few thoughts, man. You know the stuff here, man, it. and everybody at work was like, oh, man, I don't understand. And I, I'm standing at work standing in the middle of the warehouse, and I said, I said, all y'all stand here talking, man, you know, we, we can do that. I said, have anybody here stopped to think? We don't have no resources to bring five big old giant pallets. I mean, these wasn't regular pallets. These look like they came off them big Tonka truck, them Tonka toy um, dump truck pallets. Right, right. And I said, now, what black person up here in Fort Myers got a vehicle to move that? I said, y'all better open your eyes, man. And, you know, the sad thing is, we... We still so we still so much that before the right before everything happened, the black people were stealing all the bricks, taking them so they could do their garden. So. Right, and and and, and if black people the are bricks, guilty, man. and and if black people are guilty of anything, is being spiritually dead, uninformed, and unaware of the tricks of the game that the people who are really in power are doing to manipulate us because they, they look at our community like they feel with drugs and they feel with guns. Well, like you said, Doug, where's the drugs coming from? And where's the yeah. guns coming from? Black people ain't got no boats and no planes to bring drugs and to bring guns over here in our community. Yeah, we don't have to use them, but now, unfortunately... You're from, you from Inglewood. You're from, 70, you're from around 74. Do you, re, do you remember... When, well, we all used to hit the trains over there on 74th and Emerald Hall. Yep. Everybody hit the train. But yep. remember when at, it was a point that they was, you start finding guns in the, who parks trains and stuff that with guns? They, you, they know we hit the train, but that's how everybody started getting guns. They started cars sitting around, trucks with stuff in it. Come on, man. Ain't nobody bringing that's not That's not coincidental. Dub, they were dropping them off in our community. They were setting up the perfect storm and the perfect environment for us to turn on one another. This country taught us how to hate. God made man, America made niggas. 
when you see the activity that's going on in our community, just like you buy a product and there's a stamp on it that says made in China, what you see happening in the black community as we are turning on ourselves, we are made in America. America taught us how to hate. America taught us how to do drive-bys. They taught us how to sell drugs. They taught us how to gang bang. Your first gangs were your European settlers that came over here when this country was first being established. Watch the movie Gangs of New York. Watch that. Watch any of your gangster movies with Al Capone. They riding by, hanging out the window with their guns. We learned everything we know. We learned from this country. We learned from this country. So we have to... the Valentine's Day Massacre. Right. That's something that they idolize. Right. So, in other words, we got to we we got to get back to God, man. You know what I'm saying? We can protest all we want. We can protest all we want. We can scream fight Black Lives Matter all we want. But if God ain't on our side when we do it, it's not going to make a difference. Martin Luther King failed to uplift our people. Malcolm X failed to uplift our people. Noble Drew Ali, Marcus Garvey, Farrakhan, Jesse Jackson, all these black leaders failed to uplift our people because they, man didn't put us in the condition that we're in. God put us in the condition that we're in because we were disobedient, and only he can get us out. But we got to turn back to him. I'm doing commandments. That's all right. Man, you know, it's... (laughs) I'm glad we got you um, out of the threads and on the line, man. <laughs> Put him on the spot. I think he built me out, man. I, I always got something to say. But... <laughs> he built me out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You know, the bottom line is just like this, man. It's, it goes back to what, I'm, what I always say, man. Before we can, before we can go to point fingers at everybody else, well, he just said it, too. We need to start in-house. We need to start fixing up. We need to start fixing our own. We need to start doing before we can say, I mean, the one thing I hate that you get is put in my back. Your, your daddy should have had his foot in your ass. Excuse my language. That's just how I feel. You know, you don't, you don't go over here and say, he killed a white, he killed a black man. We got to go pick it. Then you come right up the street and you shoot little Ray Ray in the back of the head because he got on some, a red hat or he on the wrong block. What sense do that make? You know, it, it don't, man. We, we, helping, we helping the people that's trying to write, matter of fact, perfect, perfect example. When, when, when certain animals are getting down to the point where there's only a few left, they say, these can't be touched. You'll be, you'll be incarcerated if you touch this animal. They become an extinct. We are becoming extinct, but we and, do damn and, stupid Endangered species. Endangered yeah. species. And we're too stupid to look at the fact that we're the one, um, you know, wiping ourselves out. Oh, yeah. We wiping ourselves out. Oh, yeah. So that's where we at, man. I appreciate, appreciate you calling in, my brother. I know we're yes, supposed sir. to be an hour show. We like, oh, we like a half hour over. <laughs> but sometimes, oh. you know, when the conversation goes, you got to let it go. And that's, you know, that's how I'll be then. But, um, man, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, y'all. Man, man, before I leave, I'm going to take it all the way around and we're going to get everybody. We're going to start with my man, Tracy. We're going to get his final thought. Then we're going to swing it over to um, Ice and Mike. Then I get my final thought. But, Tracy, give us, your, give us the last input of what, what you feel about this, this situation. Man, first of all, I like to uh, reiterate with Black Ice, man. I think he bailed me out pretty well. What I was trying to say, you know, uh, he put he put it the same way how I wanted to say it. You know, we, we basically men just need to uh, just need to come together, man. I, I'm just still trying to figure out 
this brainwash syndrome, man, that, that you know, that we is. Yeah. How can we get this out of our brain? What, what is going on with our, with our kids, man? What's going on with ourselves, you know? Like you say, you know, you're talking about uh, E.P. Newton, you know, Marcus Garvey, all these guys, King, X. Hey, man, you know, they, they passed the baton to us. And what did we do with it, man? We didn't do anything with it. But we let the system, we allow the system to go ahead and penetrate our brains, man, and not have any impact. Like, you know, so I, I don't know. I don't have an answer right now, man. It's, it's deep. It's deep. I appreciate that, my brother. We're going to turn it over now. We're going to get ICE um, give us uh, input on, 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 the, on the topic. All right, cool. Well, look, he said he don't have the answer. Let me give you the answer, my brother. Here's the answer. The answer is Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Verses 1 through 14 deals with the blessings that we would have as a people if we listen to God and to do all his statutes, his laws, and commandments, if we kept them. Right? Verses 15 through 68. And please read that on your own time. Deuteronomy, the whole chapter, 28 chapter. We would be what would be considered under a curse. And we're under a curse yeah. because we, are, we yeah. were disobedient. And we are disobedient. Yeah. And, and it all starts yeah. with going to church on Sunday. We ain't supposed to be going to church on Sunday. We're supposed to be going on a Sabbath day, which is Saturday. We ain't supposed to be celebrating Christmas. It's an yes. evil, idolistic holiday. We're supposed to be celebrating the seven feast days of the Lord listed in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. When I'm speaking to you, brother, it's Bible and it's true. Now, how do we fix this? How do we get back to this? We have to start to go back and unlearning the things that this nation and this world taught us and start doing the things that God commanded us to do. Once we start doing that, you will start seeing a change in your life overnight. You'll start seeing a change in your community overnight. And again, God has ordained Caucasian people or Gentile people to rule. It's their time to rule. So the Bible tells, the Bible tells us to obey the laws of man. He said, if you disobey the law of the land, guess what you're doing? You're being disobedient to me. So I'm not saying we're supposed to submit to police brutality. They overdo it. But God put them in charge. He put them over us for a certain amount of time, and that time will go until Jesus himself returns. And everything that I'm sharing with you is spiritual and it's biblical. So the answer is, brother, we're under a curse. Man didn't yeah, do this well. to us. God did this to us because we were disobedient. Read it yourself, Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, and it will also tell you how we're supposed to get out. Turn back to him. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and heal their land. Forgive them of their sins and heal their land. That's your answer. That's my take. Thank right. you, man. Amen. Oh, my man, Big Mike. Well, Dub, you know, I was, I've been, you know, just been in the zone, and I, I was talking to the maker, as Black say, you know. And um, I used to be put my little supplemental messages on Facebook, and I said, this, I was like, well, God, and it humbles me, y'all. It gives me a great, a great understanding. It keep me mellow. I said, well, God, if they ain't listening to you, who am I? Who am I? 
And it humbles me and helps me understand biblically. It keeps me at a level of mind. If they're not afraid of God and not of him telling them, you know, and giving them instruction on the right thing to do, who am I to get upset when a person don't collaborate with me on something I think should be mannerable or, you know, or suitable? Like they say, Martin, Malcolm, Matthew, because none of them do it. And that looks at, that makes me look at myself like, man, why are you losing your mind? Why are you all upset? Hmm. And then it tells me that I understand why God's upset. We're some ignorant, hard-headed people. What you think, Big Fam? Hey, I got to say it like this, man. Everybody everybody have their opinion. Everybody have their say. There's no right or wrong answer. We all believe what we believe, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I just, I, I, I just gotta say, you know, um, until we get out, until we, we get back to where he feel that he, we, but let me, let me read, let me, let me bag up. Until we get ourselves together, I almost start cussing, man. <laughs> until we we can't go out here and blame nobody. We can't get mad. I mean, well, we can get mad. That's hey, that's that's right. what's what's going on. We have the right to be upset. We have the right to be mad. But being mad and angry when you're doing the same thing virtually, that's, you know, what how you say, white folks killing us, killing ourselves as well. But it's going to continue to happen. Everybody's going to stop. No, this is going to get a lot worse before it get a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Yes, nobody, ain't nobody that you can send off is God. God, the only person going to fix it. When he fixes it, ain't nobody going to be able to unbreak it. That's, all, that's, all, that, that's my point, you know. So we can go around, we can, everybody can go around the world and go around the mulberry bush and say this and that and say this and that. God got the last face on this. And it do. It, we all meet Mike. We all know, you know, from our bring, bringing up, coming up, we know where it all come from, you know. One, how they say, one at one bad apple spoils a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> apple. One apple did the trick. One apple did the trick, man. Yeah. We all suffering, and we gonna suffer until you know everything is reiterated and, and recreated, man. So we in for a long ride, y'all. We in for a long ride. But, um, <laughs> right. I just um. I like to thank everybody for tuning in. You've been tuning into the Full Time National World, but the POHP Radio. This is another episode of Brother to Brother Yourself. You got myself, Doug, Brother Big Mike. We also got in the house tonight. We have my man Tracy. She hung out with us. Of course, we got Black Ice in the building. And um, man, I just want to tell. I got a real short, short little um excerpt that I'm gonna play us out with. Man, listen to the words. It's real short. But it's real meaning. Just check it out.
right, ladies and gentlemen, you have tuned in to Brother to Brother. Until, well, we're not here next week. And next week, Kenneth Jennings will be on. Um, what's the name of the show? Um, from a man's view. I think it's a man's viewpoint, man's view, something like that. Um, y'all tune in to man Kenneth Jennings this week. And then we'll be back the following week. Till then, y'all remember, man, love is love. Let's get rid of the hate. Y'all love it on each other. Love is Yes, yes.